as I sit here in my wheelchair, paralyzed from the shoulders down. My name is Ian O'Connell and I am a C4 complete spinal cord injury survivor. I am writing the script for this documentary with a mouth stick in my mouth. Without this stick, it is fair to say that I would be completely lost. It is how I text people and operate my phone. The same way that you use your fingers to work your phone. Unfortunately, I don't have the privilege of doing that. So I use a mouth stick to operate my phone. I'm just as quick now typing with my mouth stick than I was with my fingers before my accident. I am thinking back to the old Ian, lining out from my beloved GA club spa GA, running around with my friends and helping my elderly neighbours by doing the small things in life for them like cutting their lawn or going to the shop for their groceries. I was always one to look out for people and I still am, especially the elderly in our community. Life could not have been better and I had no worries or problems on my mind. I was looking forward to the McGregor vs Mayweather fight coming up in a few days time. I was packing my bags and topping up on my summer tan as I was getting ready to go over to Spain on a holiday to visit my friend who lives there. I was just after sitting my junior cert exams and I was free for the summer holidays. School was never for me. I just wanted to be outside with a hurley in my hands or a ball at my feet. I was lucky enough to have a job in the Killarney Park Hotel, a five-star hotel here in my hometown of Killarney. I absolutely loved working there and I am still friends with my work colleagues today. Having a job taught me stuff that I still carry with me today, interacting with guests and working in groups. I tried my arm at most sports and I played Gaelic football, soccer, boxing, swimming, rugby and I went to the gym a lot, a sports fanatic you could say. I had achieved a lot before my accident, playing in Croke Park, which is everyone who laces up a pair of football boots' dream. But it is fair to say, I have already achieved more since my accident than I would have in my whole life before my accident, and it has only been four years. Here is my story. I hope you enjoy it and it brings you some motivation. I hope it will show you that life can change in the blink of an eye and I hope I can get you to look at life in a different perspective and appreciate the small things in your life before the small things become the things you had. It was the 16th of August 2017 that my world would be turned upside down for the rest of my life. Muckers in Killarney was somewhere that me and my friends would go every day during the summer for a cycle. On this day I was just after coming home from town and I was after buying myself a new PlayStation game. I had sat down on the recliner in the sitting room. Little did I know I would not be sitting on the couch later that evening but on a spinal board with a neck brace around my neck and a life support machine beside my bed, keeping me alive. 
It was my first time flying on a plane by myself. And to this day, I think that my accident happened for a reason. Maybe because something worse was going to happen to me when I was in Spain. Around 20 minutes into my game, I got a phone call from my friend asking to come up to his house, as a few of the lads were already up there. I told him I wouldn't bother because number one, I was wrecked tired, and number two, I wanted to stay playing my game. Later in the evening they rang again, and I decided to go cycle up to his house. We were playing soccer and one thing led to another, and like always we hopped on our bikes and headed towards Muckras. The leaves were falling off the trees and the birds were singing. We were all enjoying ourselves like we always did when we were out cycling together. I distinctly remember coming to a hill. A hill that we would have went down whenever we were cycling in Muckers. Little did I know that when I went down the hill this time, unfortunately I would not be walking back up like always. Halfway down the hill, the front wheel of my bike hit a log that was left lying on the path. It had been overgrown with grass so I was unable to see it. I got thrown over the handlebars 8 feet in the air, landing on my neck. The front wheel of my bike got completely buckled and the handlebars also got bent. I immediately knew something very, very serious was after happening. I heard a massive crack. Not the kind of crack when you crack your knuckles. This was the crack of the four vertebrae in my neck breaking. My body went lifeless. I was unable to move absolutely anything, only my eyes. Trust me, it's a very scary experience if you go to stand up and your body won't move. I genuinely thought that I was going to die. I remember looking up at the sky and praying to God. I distinctly remember closing my eyes and saying to myself, Ian, don't close the book when something bad happens. It's now time to flick the page and start a new chapter. And to today I still tell myself that quote. I was 100% sure that I was paralysed. In fact, I said to my friend that I was paralysed. His reaction? Shut up. I, I, I can't blame him because I probably have said the same thing back to him. We were just so used to each other falling off our bikes and getting back up. The very first thing that came into my head was that I was going to win an Olympic medal in the Paralympics one day. I didn't know how and in what sport and I still have no clue. But I know I am going to and nothing is going to stop me. I still find it crazy how that came into my head and I wasn't freaking out while my life was in danger from the devastating injuries I had just sustained. But I think that that is just my winning mentality and hunger to achieve big and successful things. As I was losing the ability to breathe, I knew it was time to call 999. While my friend Michael was on the phone to the 999 services, they wanted to speak to me on the phone as well. Obvious injuries that you're aware of? 
I definitely I can't move anything. I can only move my eyes and the, my head a tiny bit. My breathing's starting to go. My breathing's starting to go. Is there somebody coming? The emergency services weren't long coming, thankfully. I distinctly remember the paramedics kneeling down beside me. It was like something from a movie, in their bright yellow jackets, and the siren of the ambulance in the background. I was rushed to University Hospital Kerry from the scene of my accident. I spent 10 nights there, which just seemed like endless MRI scans, x-rays and other types of scans to get a deeper understanding into what injuries I sustained. What is a spinal cord injury, you ask? A spinal cord injury is an injury to the spinal cord that may affect motor, sensory and autonomic function. The spinal cord is a bundle of nerves that communicate messages travelling between the brain and the rest of the body. My injury is in the very top section of the spine, which is a life-threatening area in some cases, and in my case I was millimetres from death. It was then I was informed I had broken my C3, C4, C5 and C6 vertebrae in my neck. My lung was after collapsing. I had bleeds to the brain and I severed my spinal cord. I spent 10 hard and draining nights in ICU in the University Hospital Kerry and I could not fault the staff. They were all absolutely excellent and I am forever grateful for them. I was then put into a medically induced coma and brought to the Matter Hospital in Dublin where I had an operation to stabilise the four broken bones in my neck where they inserted a metal plate and screws. I spent two weeks in the ICU in the Matter Hospital before going upstairs to the spinal unit. I was put on a ventilator and was told I would be on it for the rest of my life. But I wasn't having that and 80 days later I took my first breath of fresh air without a ventilator. I spent four months in the Matter Hospital regaining my strength learning how to eat and build up my appetite enough so I could take out the NG tube in my nose knowing I could eat without having to be tube fed and be able to drink without fluid going into my lungs. As much as I didn't want to be in hospital, I enjoyed the time in the matter hospital. I built relationships with some of the nurses. If my accident didn't happen, I wouldn't have met these amazing people I now call friends. It is crazy how life works sometimes. It was now time to take the next step in my recovery. And off I went to the National Rehabilitation Hospital in Dunleary. The first day was a bit daunting, as I was in a new environment and I knew nobody. I seen things there that were extremely upsetting. From brain injuries to amputees, you name it, them nurses have dealt with it. One of the most important things I learned during my five months in rehab was no matter what you are going through or what situation you are in, there is always going to be somebody worse off than you. I thought I had it tough, but it was when I came to rehab, I figured out I wasn't in a bad position compared to the other patients there. One thing we did have in common was, 
We were all survivors of times when life tried to bring us down but failed. I thank God every day that I didn't sustain a brain injury when I had my accident. My time in rehab was hours of intense weight training, occupational therapy, physiotherapy and making the last few adjustments that I needed to return home to my hometown of Killarney. I told myself that it was going to be hard but it was down to me to push myself every day in order to regain movement and feeling. After five long months in rehab, it was finally time to come home. It was a vision I had in my head for nine months and I couldn't be happier to see my hometown of Killarney that I truly love. The support from when I came home to now has been the same, absolutely overwhelming and I am so grateful for the people around me and the people that support me. I learned a lot about myself while I was in hospital. I didn't know how strong I was until my only option was to be strong. After coming out of hospital, I got the opportunity of a lifetime to be a guest on the Late Late Show to share my story. It was there I shared my quote with the nation. If you can't stand up, stand out. Let's have a listen to it. How did you feel when you were told that you were, the, the extent of your injuries? The first, it didn't really seem like much to me at the start because I, no, I knew nothing about spinal injuries or yeah. anything like that. So then after a while of my friends coming and obviously seeing how shocked they were, it kind of came back to me that, oh, they do see something different and... I just kind of said to myself, look Ian, there's not much you can do here, like crying isn't going to make me stand up and run around the place again, so I always say to myself, if I can't stand up, I'll stand out. Oh, what a great, what a great philosophy. That is my story. My aim was to tell you that life isn't over when something bad happens. I have done more and achieved more since my accident than I would have in my whole life before my accident. So I want to be an example. I want somebody to look at me and say, because of you, I didn't give up. I want to be a role model for people and to bring out the best in people. And I hope I done that to you today by you listening to my story. Because at the end of the day, life is short. So just because there's a bad day, doesn't mean it's a bad life. Thanks so much for listening to my story today. Stay safe and mind yourself.